Hello all, this is Blonde Hair Girl. So it's, I guess it's officially Thanksgiving. It's uh, really early in the morning on Thanksgiving Day. I was trying to sleep and because my alarm is off, uh, <laughs> the notifications, I'm getting all these dings on my phone. Uh, you know, I should, I guess I should just turn my phone off when I try to sleep. But anyway, so I'm awake, even though I wake up in in the night anyway. But uh, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so I woke up and I was thinking about something. Um, so I had, I had, over the years, so for about 20 years, I, I met this friend of mine, um, I'm just going to say like um, T, let's just say T, <laughs> the letter T. She's a, uh, she was, I had met her through our children. Our children went to the same uh, preschool together and then went to school together. And then she and I went to graduate school together uh, in the early 2000s. And, and then we just continued on this really amazing like it was it was like a a sisterhood in a way but you know I really I really felt in so many ways like a motherly role with her even though I'm not that much older than she is but I'm a little bit older but not that much but I just it's felt this real feeling of motherliness toward her like I just wanted to take care of her um and <laughs> so we were together through a lot. Um, I had met her right after I'd separated from my first husband. And thank God uh, I had her friendship. Thank God. Uh, anyway, um, and I'll never forget. So she, she was with this guy and he, you know, there, there, there are levels of unkindness. There, there are certainly levels of unkindness and behaviors. And her husband had some of the worst that I've ever <laughs> come across in my life. And, and so I, I was with her through many years of, of her life with him. And, and, her just sustaining his abuse, like, um, just in every way, verbally. I, I don't know that he ever actually physically hit her, but he was very loud and angry and demanding. And he, he was one of these kind of guys that, um, would leave like one mean text message after another. So he just wasn't done ranting at you yet. So he would, you know, have to layer upon layer upon layer of just ranting about something, whatever it was. (laughs) And they had, they had two children together and she, you know, God, she got me through so much. So she had had her first child at home and um and i i had a home birth so so she, 
we had our, our kids together and then I had this unexpected, very unexpected pregnancy. I wasn't expecting this child at all. And, uh, and I actually, I wasn't married to his dad, uh, when I was pregnant or even the first two years of his life. (laughs) We didn't, we didn't even live together the first year of his life. It may have even been longer than that. I can't, I, the timeline is really, it's been years. So the timeline is not quite, um, we didn't even live in the same house when, when he was a baby. Um, but so my friend, um, so I have this home birth, not because she had a home birth. The reason why I had a home birth, this is the truth, is that I didn't want anybody messing with my baby. Uh, I had, I had two children in a hospital. The first, my first child, my, the birth of my first child was so incredibly traumatizing to me that I would have done anything to not experience that again. Um, so, and I also tried to nurse my first two children and I was unsuccessful. I know how, how ridiculous this sounds, but I just could not, I couldn't tolerate it. And it wasn't helpful that I was trying to nurse my baby and tears were like streaming down my face and landing on his face. I mean, it was, it was, it wasn't good. Um, and so I really wanted to nurse my baby after my home birth. And so I tried to prepare for this and I was just, I, I just didn't think I could do it, but she called me like every day. <laughs> she would call me every day and she'd be like, <laughs> she'd be like, so how are you doing? And, um, and the, it took me about a month, frankly, to be able to do this successfully. And it was one of the greatest things I ever did for myself and my baby was nursing him. I mean, it was, um, and it really, and I say this and I believe this, it really helped with postpartum depression. I had really bad postpartum depression with my first two children. I mean, my second, my daughter, I had thought about throwing myself in front of a bus. I mean, it was really bad, uh, my postpartum depression with those kids. Um, but I didn't have any with, with my third child. I mean, I was older, but I also, I really think it was the nursing that, that really helped me. But anyway, so over the years, we, <laughs> we did all kinds of stuff together, T and I. We used to like, so, 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 <laughs> oh God, the art of domestication kind of makes me laugh. But we used to sew and we used to cook. We were really into doing this thing where we would, um, we would like go somewhere and we like have this cake or whatever. And then we would, okay, can we recreate that cake at home? And like, I swear, this is the truth. We would make it better than the original recipe. <laughs> Um, but we always sought out these special recipes. And, and then we had this running joke. <laughs> we had this running joke that we compared. Okay, we knew that it was really good when it was better than sex. <laughs> I know this is so silly, but it's true. We used to have this running joke about that. We just knew, okay, this is like, this is it. It's better than sex. 
And um, anyway, so we went through like years of friendship and then she moved away. I mean, I see her, her, actually, honestly, I've only seen her a couple times in the last, I don't know how long it's been that she has moved um, but she is, she's much happier where she is than, than where she is now. And our children are all grown up and she's not having to deal with, <laughs> with what turned out to be her ex-husband. I have this really funny story. Um, <laughs> they, um, her, her, her husband used to, uh, to accuse her of, of having an affair with me. That we were like these secret lesbian lovers. And it just cracked me up because... Like, you know, sometimes I've often thought, you know, would my life be just like easier if I were a lesbian? But no, I I don't have any lesbian tendencies in me, really. I mean, I I they all, they say we're all on some scale somewhere, but honestly, I I don't have any desire to be with women, and so and so. Um, but anyway, uh, but it was so funny. She came to my doorway, my door in the morning one day. I was like massively pregnant with my my baby too. I'm like standing there like really pregnant. She comes to the door and she says that he has has locked her out and has given her a certain time that she can come tomorrow and pick up her stuff. And I was like, "Okay, come on in. We'll go get your stuff tomorrow." I was and I was so happy. I was so happy that finally she was going to be free of of that particular person. Although she wasn't for many years because she had to co-parent with him. <laughs> but anyway, so <laughs> so I you know, so at, at the last event that I went to, because I go to these events to like practice my skills, to like improve my skills and, and um improve my life, improve my skills, you know, and also I believe like to improve the life of the people around me. I, I think I'm doing this for multiple reasons, but I'm, I'm, I'm at this thing. <laughs> and the, and the event before that, I, there was this dessert. Oh, it was a, it was a, oh God, I want to say a tart, but it wasn't tart. You know, it was, it was like a, a dessert that, and it was made of almond, almond paste, and it had this almond in it. And I, I'm sitting at this table. This was at the last, the event before the last one. I'm sitting at this table next to like a really good friend of mine. And I'm, I'm eating this thing and, and I whisper in her ear and she probably has no idea what I mean. By it. <laughs> and she's also from Mexico. So she doesn't understand like some of these nuances, like things that I say to her, she just doesn't get like, like I make jokes a lot. And I, I guess I'm a product of advertising because I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it's the breakfast of champions. And she's from Mexico. She doesn't know what the hell that means. You know, like a Wheaties commercial. It's like, what the hell are Wheaties? You know, <laughs> but back when I was growing up, like, um, champion, like athletes, like Olympian athletes would like get their picture on the front of Wheaties and they would call it the breakfast of champions. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm sitting next to her with these like almond tarts and 
And I said, I whispered in her ear, and I'm like, I think these might be better than sex. And she's probably like wondering what the hell, you know, I, you know, she's gone off the deep end, like me being her friend saying such a thing. But anyway, and, and then I wanted to go get more, but, and it was the kind of this joke. And then I look up and there's this guy sitting at our table who has three of them, <laughs> not one, not two, but three of these yummy desserts sitting like like <laughs> for him to eat <laughs> anyway so the last event I go to I had I had gotten one of these and I was telling the people at the table I didn't know any of the people that I was sitting with I'd never met them before and I'm I'm sitting with these brand new people and I'm <laughs> I'm making this joke about you know I think this this reminds me of that and I think it might be better than sex which came from my friend T. <laughs> and um anyway, so the guy that was sitting like at the table, one of the guys sitting at the table like got up and he went and he got three of them and he brought them in. <laughs> and so he brings three of these desserts. It was so funny. Um but anyway. And then I, I just I just kinda like like I said, you know, it's something that I've really noticed is that I have I have gained weight. I've gained weight since I've been coming to these these events. So I've been going to these events since um July of 2021 and I have I have steadily gained weight. <laughs> okay, now it could be argued that I needed to gain weight because I may have been too skinny before because I had been through this like horribly traumatic event, but I liked myself better then than I do now. I did. I liked my body better, thinner than I do what it is now. And it's not like I've gained gargantuous amounts of weight and I don't fit in my clothes or anything, but I'm, I'm, I've got more weight on my body. Okay, so, and, and here's one of the factors about this. <laughs> So one of the reasons why I have gained weight is because there has been, and I could be interpreting this absolutely incorrectly, I could be, but I have gotten the impression at these retreats that what I am eating is is not really directly affecting my health the way that I think it is, that it's all just in my mind. And so, so like, theoretically, I can eat whatever I want, right? Theoretically, you know, if, if everything is based on our beliefs, and I, and I think that it is, and I, and I've asserted this, I have asserted this before that, you know, people used to tell me, because I, I started to notice that sugar wasn't good for me. I mean, that was one of the things in particular that I that I just cut out of my diet was sugar. And I felt better. I have to tell you, cutting out just sugar changed my life emphatically. And I'm not talking about all sugars because I would have honey and I would have like coconut sugar Honey, coconut sugar. I use beet sugar, um, maple sugar, maple syrup. Um, just different, more rather than than refined cane sugar. 
<clears throat> and people tried to tell me that those sugars are the same as table sugar, that my brain does not know the difference. They would try to tell me that. Your brain does not know, your body does not know the difference between that table sugar and that coconut sugar. And I beg to say exactly the opposite because I believe that my body knows exactly the difference between that that table sugar and that coconut sugar, even when I'm looking at it. I, I beg to say, our bodies are very, very, very sophisticated. I mean, this is just what I would assert and what I still believe to this day. And so theoretically, if I believe that my body is not going to be affected by eating 15 tarts every day. <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but kind of not, because I have to get back to that in a second. But I can eat 15 tarts every day, and and it's all going to be well and good, and I will be able to sustain my ideal weight. Let's just call this my ideal weight. And, and let's not even say it's for vanity. Let's just call it my ideal weight for being healthy because I felt healthier when I was thinner and that could just be all a mental thing it could be okay so I I start going to these events and I start eating more things that I want to eat because my diet for years had been really strict like I didn't eat sugar I didn't eat gluten I didn't eat I mean, I ate bread sparingly. Like, I would eat it sometimes, but not always. Um, so I didn't eat sugar for sure. I didn't I didn't have dairy. I, I There were times where I wouldn't even get cheese, like on a Mexican dish. No cheese. Please don't put any cheese on my... Like, um, dairy is really, really bad for me. Like, it just doesn't agree with me. Um... And by this process of elimination, I, I was able to sustain what I would call my ideal weight for many years, okay? Then I start, I start, I'm going to these, to these um, events and I'm eating what I want and I'm gaining weight. I'm just gaining weight. I'm, I'm. You know, and I'm okay. And see, and here's another like, and I'm I'm admitting to things that I'm embarrassed admitting to, but I'm not one of these people that it's easy for me to eat a small amount of something. Like, <laughs> okay, I have two massive food vices, two. <laughs> And one of them is like sugar. Like, don't get me started on it because I'm one of these people that, that I'll eat, you know, I, I just eat like a half a bag of, not a small bag, but a big bag. I have a really hard time eating one of something. I mean, I just, it's just like not good. I, I just can't do it. Um, <laughs> forget it. Um, and so what I started to do back when 
was I started to replace, I would replace the thing that I kind of had this addiction to with something healthier. And I absolutely love chocolate. I love chocolate. I just love the taste of it. And so I would go and I would buy certain types of chocolate that didn't have sugar in it that like were sweetened with like coconut sugar or alternative sugars. But I also liked it when it didn't have dairy in it either, which is, you know, and you got to acquire a taste for this. And that was a nice part was that my kids didn't want any of my chocolate because, you know, it wasn't, it didn't have the sugar and it didn't have the dairy in it because non-dairy like milk without dairy is just completely different. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So I have this sugar issue and then like, oh my God, don't get me on like chips or like French fries. Oh my God. I love potatoes, I guess. Um, <laughs> I absolutely love potatoes. Like the other day, I've been going to this pub recently again um, to write. I have a project going on right now. I'm working on it. And, and so I'm going to this pub again. And I, I, I get this, like, um, this sandwich. So I get this veggie sandwich and these french fries. And I'm just like eating one after another. I eat all of them. I'm just like, oh, my God, these are so good. I ate the entire sandwich. It wasn't really that big of a sandwich, but I ate the entire, and then every single, I didn't leave anything on the dish. <laughs> I ate the whole thing. It was delicious. Um, but, <laughs> but, and so, so I've been, I've been um, on top of it all. So I've been trying to like balance. So I've been, going to the grocery store and I've been buying myself like really, really like fruits and vegetables. So I, I, and I like cut up these, these veggies and this fruit and I, and sometimes I'll take something like a, a tamale, a green that I buy. I buy these tamales at Trader Joe's and, and I heat them up and that's all. And like, I'm, I'm really like stuck in my ways. Like I, I cook the same thing and I take like a hard boiled egg, one hard boiled egg. And, and what ends up happening is, and I'm embarrassed. I'm just sharing this with you guys. I'm, you guys are, I'm, you guys are my confessional. I'm confessing my sins here. Um, I end up eating like the entire everything by 10 o'clock. So I'm there at work and I, I'm not balanced. I'm not like, you know, like eating this and then eating that throughout the day. Oh no, you know, so by, you know, so say I'm, I'm at work, you know, till between five and six, you know, so if it's gone at 10, you know, I, that's not good. It's just, it's just, you know, <laughs> and so, and so I'm sitting there and and I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about like the whole idea of mastery. That I can master this food situation. And and my and my intake about my food and situation. <clears throat> but 
this is what I want to get back to, though, this idea that I can eat whatever I want and and maintain a healthy, you know, and 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 I'm going to go back to that that I am willing to to accept the idea to a degree or entertain the idea that it is all based on my beliefs. So if I believe that if I eat that Greek yogurt with honey that it's not going to affect my body, there's a greater chance that it won't. But what I have to tell you is is what is happening is when I eat that Greek yogurt, it does upset my body. It does. I can feel it. And so, so, and I could be feeling it because I have a belief about it. Because even though I'm trying to accept the idea that that Greek yogurt is not going to upset my body, even though I'm trying to accept that there is a belief in my brain saying, if I eat that, it, it's going to make me feel, I, I guess for lack of a better term, just kind of bloated. It just makes me feel bloated. I just, um, yogurt just is not necessarily my friend. <laughs> Unless it's like, I, I right now, right at this very moment, I have a cashew yogurt with that, without sugar in my, in my refrigerator. Now I can eat cashew yogurt as much as I want. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't bother me. And that could just be a mental thing. I mean, I'm, I'm willing to entertain all of these things as a possibility. But I just think that it's interesting. And <laughs> And then, you know, going to this idea, you know, about like what I've talked about in my material a little bit about, let's just talk about the vanity aspect of it. The, this, I, I talk about body dysmorphia because I've, I've had issues with this since I can remember. Since I can remember, I have been a product of of commercial programming that a certain way that my body looks is superior than another way. So when I am thinner, I look better. In my own mind, this is my belief. <clears throat> but I will tell you, it, it is kind of twofold because I actually feel healthier in my body when I am thinner. It's not just that I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I look better. I also feel better. And that could just be a mental thing. That could just be, I think I feel better because I feel better because I'm thinner. <clears throat> and it's this whole phenomena. It's this whole phenomena that our, that our society has put out, like talking about this mastery the mastery of being able to step away from the Twinkie. To being able to step away from eating that thing that we want to eat. You know, like I think I heard, and I'm not, I may not even say this, this, um, I, I, okay, I'm going to try to say this correctly. Supposedly, Twiggy said, there's nothing that 
tastes as good as being thin feels. And I could be saying that incorrectly, but I think that it, that, that was the gist of what she said. So this idea that somehow being able to master what we put into our mouth, being able to master our habits around body image, being making the choice to go to the gym instead of going to the bar, you know, that these choices are somehow more superior. And and that we that we are somehow this mastery and, and, and this pride and, and I and I know this partly from just my own self. I'm gonna say this um from my own self, this kind of sense of snobbery of feeling like almost better than, but also because we put in the work. And so so the amount of work that I actually put in, I mean, I still continue to make choices. There are times where I do not eat the cake. I can still walk away from that cake. I make the decision to either eat the cake or not eat the cake. And I'm talking about the cake because just like on Tuesday... <laughs> There was a cake at the school I went to, and I did indeed have a piece of cake. I ate it. I did. I ate the cake, and I ate lunch. Like the Some of the teachers were walking through the lounge and saying, this is going to be my lunch, and I said, this is going to be my snack, and then I'm having lunch. <laughs> this isn't going to be my lunch. <laughs> but, but <laughs> I'm laughing, but... That's what what I actually said out loud. Um, but there are times where I can step away from the cake. I I still can do that. I I make choices every day about my food, but I will tell you that I I don't have any upsetness about eating that cake. But there are times where I do. I have upsetness about overeating. It's like. I, I feel like I overate during that meal today or whatever or or whatever. I, I I'm I and see and I'm over the last, you know, year and a half, I have indeed gained weight because I am making food choices. This is part of the reason. Because my exercise hasn't really changed that much. I'm very, very active. I'm very, very, a very active person. Like every day I, not every day, but nearly every day, I try to do some form of exercise, whether it be a walk, whether it be a jog, whether it be going to the gym, whether it be going hiking, it doesn't matter. I, I'm, but I'm also not as, as disciplined about it as other people are. Like if I were somebody else that is more disciplined than me, they would they would think that my my health habits were pitiful. You know, like no 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 no. You need to be, you know. <clears throat> so I was really excited. My my son came into town uh, yesterday. My youngest. And he, he, he's been doing this, this weightlifting. I mean, he's like his arm, I'm like, holy crap. Like he's, 
he, I mean, he really has gained muscle mass. And, um, and, and we were sitting at dinner and I was telling him, I said, I said, um, uh, I said, okay, so I heard recently that if you're not sweating, you're not working hard enough. Okay, so what I started to notice over the last few years is that, and see, here's another thing. I refuse, I mean, absolutely refuse to just succumb to, to ideas that because of my age, I can't do something. Or because of my age, I'm going to start having these issues. You know, and so I do this thing where I just try to ignore it as much as humanly possible. Whatever ails me. I just try, my first line of defense is ignorance. I'm just going to ignore it. Like, even though it's there, I know it's there, but I just try to ignore it. But what I started to notice was, okay, so I would go and I would jog on the, on the, the, because sometimes it gets too cold where I live and, and for me. And so I like to go to the gym, especially in the winter. Um, and I would go and I would jog two miles on the treadmill. Okay. So I'm dragging on the treadmill and I was doing it at a really higher, higher speed, like, like say 5.5 miles an hour or whatever. I don't know what it is. So, so I'm on this thing and I'm jogging 5.5 miles an hour, but then like the next day I could hardly walk because I have these issues. Okay. And I'm admitting to it in my left hip. So something's going on with my left hip. I can actually hear it clicking. There's like this clicking. Um, I think it maybe has something about getting in and out of cars. Um, that that motion and other motions, I, I don't know. I don't know what goes on with this hip, but it just... And there have been times where I've had sciatica on that side of my body. It's, the, it's my left hip. So the, the left side of my body to the point where I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't sleep because I'm in pain. And so... <laughs> So what I started to do was I started to go at a lower speed. So I found that if I go, okay, so I start out with 4.4 for a half a mile. Then I go 4.5 for half a mile, 4.6 for half a mile, 4.7 for half a mile. This is my regimen. And and, I, and I, I'm telling my son all about this. And I'm like, you know, but I'm not sweating. But I am. I've been like doing my what's my heart rate up and it's in like the 140s so it's like I don't know sometimes it's like 147 145 142 whatever but um so let's just say it's up to 147 but I'm not sweating I'm not sweating at all so does that mean I'm not running hard enough I mean even when I run through the neighborhood because sometimes I do my jog around um and even when I run through my neighborhood like sometimes I'm I don't sweat I'm you know, I don't know. I could talk. I could sing. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if this is because I practiced running to the point where I'm not, I'm, I'm not, you know, <laughs> but I'm laughing because <laughs> so my, my oldest son and I went to go do the Hollywood sign and, 
As I was going up that, I was huffing and puffing pretty bad. I, I wasn't sweating profusely or anything, but I was definitely, that was a tougher hike than I was expecting doing the Hollywood sign. So there are times where I get out of breath is what I'm trying to say. But, um, but so, okay, so really at the moment, my, my focus is in some ways maintenance. Like, do I really, do I really care to like challenge myself too much? Like, and, 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 and in all actuality, it's partly just full on vanity for me. It's vanity that I want, I want my body to be a certain way. And, and, and it's, and I want to look away. I want to feel a certain way. Um, and, <laughs> and so like that would go back to like really unhealthy thoughts, which I don't feel like I'm completely over the top. But here's the thing. <laughs> would an, ent- an enlightened person ever like talk about their body this way? I mean, would you ever hear like the Buddha, you know, did like Jesus said, don't worry about your body, didn't he? I mean, I can't remember. I don't, but you know, they probably didn't have issues. I don't know if they had issues with body image back then. I mean, maybe it wasn't a thing. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's a new thing where we have this huge concern about, about the size of our body, you know, and I, and I've talked about how I've like really thought about this and just the absurdity, the absurdity of this whole thing to begin with, you know, like, like just kind of, you know, like in the whale population, do they look at each other and say, oh, she's, she's kind of on the thin side. You know what I mean? Like, do they ever think this way? Like, are we the only species that that has done this? Has put out some, like, truly bogus, like, images of beauty standards when people are just so completely diverse. You know, and it's kind of in a lot of ways, in, in, in some ways, see, and then I'm going back and forth with this thing because the luck of the draw, I mean, the luck of our genes, because in some ways there's some stuff about us that we can't change. There, There is, the, like, I mean, there's some stuff I can change and some stuff I can't. I mean, even with surgery, there's some stuff I'm not going to be able to change about myself. And this acceptance about that. And so, and so I had decided years ago, and I, and I really thought that I had come to a place of acceptance, that I was going to love myself, and I still do. I, you know, even though I feel, I feel, I feel like I'm not ideal right at the moment. I, I, I really do. I'm, and I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it, you know, but I also just really love myself. 
I just love myself. I just, I, I try to think good thoughts about myself. You know, I was, I was at dinner with, with, with some friends recently. And, and I was like, you know, like sometimes I will, I will like just pat my belly, which is like a problem area for me. Cause I mean, I, I've had three children and my, my children were big and my third one was huge. And so like my belly is like a perfect, like mother belly. I mean, it's like, it's, I have like stretch marks and, and a kind of a pooch there, like a pouchy thing there. And, and so like sometimes I'll just like put my hands on my belly and I'm just like, and I'll just kind of pat it and I'll just be like saying nice things to myself about it. And they started laughing at me because I was doing that or talking about that. And I said, well, I think it's better than I hate you. And I mean, it, it really is. Like, what is the point of me, of me going through an inventory of my body parts and thinking negative things about myself? Especially things that there's really nothing I can do about. I'm going to end this podcast, but I, but I want to say this just really quickly because is there nothing I can do about my stretch marks? I've been actually wondering about this. If, if everything is our beliefs about it and if we can change, if we have the ability to change things in our physical reality, through the power of intention in our thought and is there a way for me to change the pat like to change my skin in that area and I, i've been i've been like really thinking about like putting my intention toward that just as an experiment just for fun to see if there is a way that i could actually do that you know but anyway so <laughs> I'm just sitting there. Everything will be, all the food choices I'm going to make from now on are going to be, is this better than sex? I'm just kidding. Because I don't think that most foods are, but every once in a while, something like really delicious comes across my, my, um, into my awareness. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, and it really is sex or this this delicious thing I'm eating right now. Oh man, you know, <laughs> I guess, I guess that's the way it is for somebody like me who I'm, um, I really, really, I like to eat. I like to eat and drink and, and, um, dance and swim. And I don't know. I like to experience this life. <laughs> anyway, happy Thanksgiving, my friends. I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.